Hello, everybody. This is your old pal, Sawtooth Frank, and this is episode 20 of the Soft Serve podcast. On this episode, Stomping Jen and I talk about things that happened today, the day we're recording this, that made us oh so joyful and oh so light. We also talk about some other stuff. I review a beer a strawberry milkshake IPA that was made by the Western Mass Brewing Company, abandoned building brewery, and we talk about Stomping Jen's art show, and we also ask a question and present a situation about whether or not I am an asshole the way I handled it. And yes, before you tell us we're stealing that from Reddit, I know, am I an asshole is a thing on Reddit, but guess what? It was a good framing mechanism to help deconstruct this thing that happened to me. So just fucking listen to it and please subscribe to the podcast, download it, tell your friends about it. We appreciate your support. And without further ado, I give to you the soft serve podcast the soft serve podcast creamy delicious ideas without the creepy truck okay here we go episode 20 aren't you excited I, like, literally had a burp <laughs> as you're asking me these questions. That is a fantastic way to start episode 20. Is it episode 20? It is episode 20. And even though we're going to read list number 9, I believe, from our 52 Lists for Happiness project, we're going to do things a little different in celebration of episode 20. We're going to start with some feedback we've received from listeners, including hot off the presses, a letter that just came in from friend. (laughs) So I'm going to read that as well. Awesome. And then I have some other things that I want to talk about. Great. So, first the feedback. Where do I start? For you, the feedback has been all fantastic. Oh, no. People like you. They like the sound of your voice. Really? Yep. They think you're bright and cheery. (laughs) You laugh. I do laugh. I feel like... Yeah, go ahead. But... Your old pal Sawtooth hasn't received as much positive feedback, if any. Wait, you've just got a piece of positive feedback. Hotter wa- off the press than friend. Do you want to share that? I just got word from a new listener who has developed a little bit of a dad crush on you. Oh. Oh. That's exciting. I know, it's very exciting. Well... To this listener, I'm blushing. 
And thank you. I don't know what to say. Mm. I've heard from people that they like our banter. But now I'm curious what friend has to say. I don't like our banter so much. You don't like our banter? No, I think it could be improved. How could banter be improved? It needs to be more from me, I think. No. (laughs) What does friend say? All right. You'll remember at the end of the last episode, episode 19, I proposed a theory about, in a joking manner, really, about the Miami Dolphins framing Robert Kraft in the the massage parlor sting. Now, I was careful to make sure that I let people know that I think sex trafficking in all of its forms and those who patronize it is unacceptable and um, those people should be held to full account for their actions. Now, I'm sticking with the fact that it's still a possibility the Miami Dolphins framed Robert Kraft. Because Low probability. There's still a chance. Okay. There's still a chance. So, friend who is a Miami Dolphins fan heard episode 19 and he wrote this letter. And he's given me permission to read it. I'm going to put on my reading glasses and read the letter now. Dear Sawtooth Frank, It is I, your friend, writing to you again to answer the preposterous and borderline slanderous charge that you leveled against my Miami Dolphins at the end of your last ice cream podcast. Given the actual seriousness of the event involving the owner of your New England Patriots, I was quite surprised to hear you even bring it up, let alone try to launch an ill-conceived conspiracy theory to deflect the embarrassing and troublesome incident. Verified, as Stomping Jen noted on videotape. Need I remind you again that the Dolphins have no motive whatsoever to pull a stunt like the one you described. Indeed, if it is anyone who would try a frame job like that, it would be the Patriots, verified cheaters, (laughs) and not incidentally, recent losers to the most embarrassing football play in the history of the game. The Miami Miracle, a play so perfect in design and so flawlessly executed resulting in such an unequivocal roasting of the opponent that it stands immortal in the history of the game, unfolding as it did in the universe-bending, zero-time-left continuum where it will replay over and over again for infinity. Now that's a reason to try and frame another team for their owner being busted getting a handjob. Yours, friend. P.S. Speaking of sex, a word that you and Stomping Jen euphemistically referred to as intimacy (laughs) in your discussion about activities that you do without screens, I very much hope that you have better luck with earth and wind than you did with fire and water. What? What does that mean? 
I don't know what it means. Friend has clearly become... Oh, yeah, I'm really confused. What does that mean? Friend has clearly become unhinged. I'm not sure, but I'm just reading friend's letter now for the first time. I'm not prepared with a response. So, be prepared, friend. What does that mean, earth and wind and fire and water? I don't know. I think we said on the last podcast that we did not prefer to engage in physical oh. intimacy in front, in front of, of fires, fires and in water. Yeah. So I think friend is now saying he hopes we have better luck with intimacy experienced in the earth and amidst the wind. <laughs> okay. So that was the letter that we received from mm-hmm. friend. Now there's another matter. Speaking of feedback, those who have been longtime listeners will recall that on this podcast there used to be other guest hosts who formed what I refer to as the small council. These were PM3PO, my android companion, Dr. Weasley, a man who's so unreliable he can only be known as the wild card, (laughs) and then, of course, a very special guest whenever he appears, the vape ape, so named. Isn't there a professor? Professor Weasley. Oh, Professor. I mentioned Professor Weasley, um, who I enjoyed having on the podcast for his extensive and voluminous knowledge. I'm going to pause while this printer shuts itself down. Is that what it's doing? Yeah. It's very loud. Now, I frequently engage with the small council outside of the context of this podcast. I play video games with them on an almost weekly basis. Now, they were extremely angry with me the last time we played video games together. Because I, as we all know, (laughs) I like to drink um, local craft beers on this podcast and mention them. Because we like to support those local... Brewers, that printer is not shutting off. What is it doing? I don't know. Can you get up and go over there and hit the power button on that thing? It stopped. Okay, it stopped. (laughs) Thank God, because I didn't want to get up. Okay, I don't know what the hell it was doing, but that was like about a minute long. Okay, so... What was I saying? Um, You're talking about um, drinking beers. Right. So I bought this beer late last week that looked really interesting. It is called a Strawberry Milkshake IPA. Who's the brewery? It is by... I have to put my reading glasses back on. Sorry. Let's see. Uh, hmm, I can't tell. Brewed and canned by Abandoned Building Brewery. Yeah, I was 
say. I think they're I think they're located out here. They're in East Hampton. Okay, East Hampton, Massachusetts. This is a Western Mass located podcast. So I mentioned to the small council that I had this beer and they asked me how it was. And I informed them that I was saving it to drink on the podcast and I would review it there. Well, you would think that I had personally insulted them all. They got indignant angry, started hurtling insults at me, told me I didn't love them anymore, I didn't value our friendship, and that I was placing the podcast over them. And I, I reminded them, they have an open invitation to appear on the podcast. And I also reminded them that they, as a group, are so notoriously difficult to commit to coming on the podcast that I take these I take these accusations of my not caring with a heaping grain of salt. So without further ado, <laughs> I'm going to open the strawberry milkshake IPA. I'm going to taste it now for the first time on the podcast. Great. Um so drum roll. Thank you. Here I go. Mmm, delicious. I can definitely taste like a strawberry kind of note to it. I don't know why they call it a milkshake IPA. Is it like a milk stout? Yeah. Do you want to try it? I'll try it. I'm gonna hand I'm not, the I'm gonna hand the can to Stomping Jen. Here you go. I'm not really into strawberry milkshakes. Well, it does it's not like drinking a strawberry milkshake. It's like drinking a beer. Yeah, I don't know. It's good. I would buy it again. Where's your glasses? I don't think these will work for you, will they? No, you know, it's not a glasses thing. It's a light thing for me right now. Hold on. Stomping Jen is turning on the light on her cell phone so she can read the label. She's tilting her head this way and that. Shake is our experimental milkshake IPA series. Each shake rendition will feature a different fruit but will consistently be brewed with malted oats, lactose sugar, plenty of ripe vanilla beans, and heavily dry hops. So that's why it's milkshake, right? I believe so. I'm moving about the studio for a second. I want to adjust Stomping Jen's microphone. Oh, great. That was another piece of feedback that we got. What was the feedback? <laughs> that we would be remiss if we didn't mention the microphone <laughs> and also the cat's. During this podcast, this is a favorite from one of our listeners. Here's your beer. All right, I'm coming back to my microphone. Sorry about that. Is that better? Well, yeah, no? the, I mean, from my perspective, the mic seems more level with your mouth. Great. So That's important. Now I just need to readjust here. I'm sorry. Great. I will talk about what beer I'm drinking. Go ahead. Um, which was not the beer that was purchased for me. I'm not usually a big fan of IPAs, but this one's okay. This is called Crop Circles. It's a New England IPA by Night Shift Brewing, which we've had before on the podcast, the Night Shift out of Everett, Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. They make my favorite imperial stout. Mm-hmm. What's that one called? 
I uh, don't know what it's called. I forget. Yeah. Even though it's my favorite. This one's pretty good. It's not too hoppy. Okay. Okay, so... Are we going to discuss lists? T- yeah, we're going to discuss the lists. So that's what I... those I wanted to lead off with that. Now we're going to jump into the lists. I'm going to take another sip of beer. Hold on. Okay. All right. So today's, or this week's list, was list nine from the 52 Lists for Happiness. List all the little things that happened today that brought you joy. And I think you and I agreed that we would pick a day in the week and list all the things from that day that brought us happiness. And my day happened to be today. Mine too, because we're procrastinators. No, it wasn't that actually. It wasn't that. Speak for yourself. I'm not a procrastinator. Oh, I am. Well, I guess there's something to be said for knowing yourself and your um, areas for improvement. But I picked today because I knew we were going to do lots of fun things today. Now, there's lots of distractions in the podcast studio today. The pod dog is. On her bed, scratching and biting her blanket. She doesn't like it. No. She's unhappy with the current arrangement. So anyways, I picked today... I picked today to list the little things that happened that brought me joy. Great. I can't wait to hear it. Something tells me you can wait. (laughs) Okay. So how do we want to read these lists? I think we just... These, you, we can't go back and forth. These are just going to be... All right. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? You, um, If I go first, you'll just be chomping at the bit to go. So you may as well go first. All right. Why do you think I'll be chomping at the bit? It's just the way you are. Hmm. You like to hear yourself talk. We've talked about this. Interesting. All right. Oh, I don't know why. We also got another piece of feedback. What was the feedback? From a friend of ours, a mutual friend, who said that you were made for podcasting. Oh, that's nice feedback. Right? Yeah. Tell me more great things about me. (laughs) That's it. I'm going to shut up now. Go ahead. Read your list. Hmm. And coincidentally, I will say all the negative feedback I received was from the small council. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. And I will mention they're threatening to start their own podcasts. Great. I would love to listen to that. And really, why would that be necessary? They could come on this podcast. I thought they were great. Somebody who listens to this podcast said one of the episode names of oh, right. a past podcast that the small council appeared on was fantastic. That's true. And I'll remind everybody that episode was titled Chlorine Resistant Old Man Ass Bacteria. It's true. 
It's a great episode. Go listen to it. So, all right, without further ado, I'm going to jump into list nine. List nine. Okay. Number one on my list of little things that happened today that brought me joy. I woke up alive. (laughs) I was happy when I woke up this morning. Great. I said, here I am. I'm breathing. Lying in my bed. Moderate levels of pain. You know, I had a slightly restless night. But I was generally happy to be here. Beautiful. Then this is going to kind of go chronologically through my day of of wonderful things that happened to me. Not wonderful, but little things that brought me joy. Yes. I drank a delicious cup of hot coffee. That is a joyful experience for me. I like brewing it. I like the smell of it as it's brewing. I like sitting down with it. I usually drink my coffee in front of a computer. And I like to browse Facebook and go on Amazon and do other things. I just like to sit there and smell the coffee a little bit before I drink it. And anticipate it. So I did that. Then, let's see, I also ate an egg, an avocado, and some delicious local pork. The pork was left over from dinner last night, and I decided to eat it for breakfast. You did offer me some. I did offer you some? Yeah. Huh, that seems so out of character for me. (laughs) No, it doesn't. Why didn't you take any? Because I had already eaten my breakfast. I wasn't wanting pork for Hmm. breakfast. Oh, it was so good. I heated it up in a pan a little bit, put some salt on it. Was was it better than last night? Yeah, it was much better. The kids were feeling like it was a little dry last night. Yeah. They didn't eat it with any condiments. It's all right. It was delicious. Let's see, another thing that brought me joy is I took care of our son who is sick right now, Ted. Ted is feeling under the weather. He's got a cold that I'm trying to avoid. But I feel like I could be getting it. Don't say that. No, I just, I'm listening to myself talk and I feel like I sound all nasally. You sound exactly the same as you usually do. Huh. Do I have a nasally voice? No, you sound like you. Hmm. Yeah, but does you sound nasally? No. Interesting. I think it does. Let's see. Oh, this was a this was probably the highlight of my joyfulness today. I threw away the sponge holder. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> I have that on my list. Oh, you could, that's your story. <laughs> that's to my tell, story. But I'm telling you, <laughs> throwing it away brought me so much joy, uh. and it better stay in the trash. Let's see. I went to the gym. That brought me joy. Mm-hmm. I walked, let's see, for an hour. Then I did the, not the arc trainer. What's that other stupid thing with the, the poles? The pole elliptical? The elliptical, yeah. I did that. Then I did the bike. Then I did some light weight lifting. It was good. But I'm going to tell you about something that happened at the gym after we read our lists okay. that I need your opinion on. Great. 
Let's see. Then I went to your art show. That mm-hmm. brought me joy. I don't know if we we're going to mention. You're, you'll probably talk about your art show. For those who don't know, Stomping Jen is a collage <laughs> artist. And she has a art show on display in Holyoke, Massachusetts, and a restaurant down there called Holyoke Hummus. And that's on State Street in High Holyoke. Street. High, oh, High Street. It's on High Street. 8 High Street in Holyoke. It's like 85. 85. High <laughs> or 58. Listen, I got the two. 8 right and the street part right. <laughs> that's close enough. So while I was there at your art show, I ate some awesome kick-ass Mediterranean food. That was very enjoyable. It brought me joy, joyfulness. And here's the other thing. What did you say? I said great. Oh, okay. I talked over your exclamation of approval. I'm sorry. So the other thing that happened while we were there that brought me real kind of unfettered joy is two people that I hadn't seen in a while that I really enjoy talking to walk through the door. They're and great people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was totally not expecting to see them. Yeah. And I felt myself kind of light up and spill over with joyfulness upon seeing them. Great. Yeah. I don't usually feel joyful like that, except when I throw away things. Okay. And I got to do that earlier <laughs> with your sponge holder. Yeah. And the other thing, so this is going to sound weird. It brought me some joy today as I finished listening to an interview with Dr. Phil on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. And I was, I went into it totally being like, oh, Dr. Phil is a charlatan. He's a TV um, carnival barker. Mm-hmm. He takes advantage of people with mental illness. But the interview was actually really quite interesting mm-hmm. and revealing. And I have a very different opinion of the guy now. And I highly recommend anybody listen to it. It was very good. So that's the Joe Rogan podcast and the Dr. Phil interview. And then after I finished the Dr. Phil interview, I started the David Lee Roth interview on Joe Rogan's podcast. And that guy is just absolutely <laughs> the pod dog. Thanks, pod dog. Groaned very loudly. You may not have heard it, but we did. And that's why Stomping Jen laughed. Anyways, the. Mm-hmm. David Lee Roth interview is very entertaining. He's a very interesting guy. Like he tells all these stories about like while he was in Van Halen, like actively in Van Van Halen, he was like working as an EMT in the boroughs of New York just because he wanted to. Like he he felt like he needed to go do something else and get closer to the people and understand them better. And he's like done all these like super weird things like that. Um, like back in the 2000s, he went to Japan for a couple of years to learn to speak Japanese and train in martial arts and learn how to fight with a samurai sword. 
there was a period of time in I think the late nineties where he was a a gorilla kayaker on the Hudson River in New York. What? Yeah, he's like telling all these stories about how he and this plumber used to cut holes in a fence, like fences along the Hudson and then like take their kayaks and then go paddling in places where you weren't supposed to. It's just it's like really fascinating. He's like a really interesting odd duck. But here's the thing I think you might be interested in. He also talks about this company he has. Mm-hmm. And he is like an entrepreneur and an inventor for people who live on the go and like live out of like tour buses and live out of vans. Like he his company invented a sunscreen for Alex Honnold, the um, free solo rock climber guy. Yeah. I don't know. It's just super interesting interview. Anyways, I'm not done with it yet, but listening to that brought me joy. Great. Should we mention to people we're touching feet? Is that creepy? <laughs> Does that bring you joy? Only if it brings you joy. Eh, not really. Your feet are a little cold. Thanks. I'll be so are yours, by the way. Right, well, now we'll... Now they'll be warm they'll because warm. they're touching. <laughs> we'll warm them up. All right, that's it. That's it for my that's list. That's it. That's all that you have on your list. Yeah. See, are you trying to deliberately outdo my list this week? No. But I'll be honest. The last few weeks, I've been feeling a bit of um, a bit of list envy coming from your side of the couch. What? No, I'm you... surprised you didn't list um, watching those weird dog videos this morning with oh. Leela. Yeah, yeah. Me and Leela, my daughter, watched a bunch of dog videos this morning and that were funny. <laughs> and the two of you just kept rewatching the same one over and over. Yeah, again. and that, that video was of a dog receiving a shot and screaming. <laughs> it was like a pig squealing. Yeah, it was like a squealing pig. Yeah, that was a joyful moment. I did not add it to my list, but now it's Would you like a pen? I wouldn't, because it's recorded here and it will For be posterity. Um, it will be here until the EMPs go off and erase it. Great. So do you have a list of things I that brought you joy? do. And when we started and when we sat down, there was one item on my list. And now I have since added multiple things. What? While you were talking about David Lee Roth. I think that is because of your list envy. No. It's yeah. Because I'm a procrastinator and um, I was pretty busy all day today. Um, the one thing that I wrote down was while I was waiting for people to come to the art show. So, um, the did, first, what did you bring? Yeah, I brought book? it with me, but I was very busy as you can imagine. And we were there pretty late. So <clears throat> as you've already mentioned, there was this thing about the sponge holder in the sink Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Um, you got to throw away today. That was great. That was a great moment for me. So the moment of joy for me was... Don't say it. What? Taking the sponge holder out of the trash. No. <laughs> so <laughs> we're having this conversation. So first of all, <clears throat> the sponge holder was taken out of a clean dishwasher and put on the washboard... And I'm just going to I'm just going to prepare you. You're building a case against yourself, but proceed. No, 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 no. Go on. I'm trying to explain to listeners why I found this 
conversation with you brought me so much joy was because um, you came downstairs while I was in the middle of making breakfast for our son. Go on. And you started remarking about why I took the sponge holder out of the dishwasher. And I said, I emptied the entire dishwasher. And I said, all we need to do is put the sponge holder now back into the sink. And you remarked that we were not going to do that. And that not, in fact, you had been collecting data over a couple of weeks and analyzing the situation. (laughs) And you were totally serious. And that's why I love you. I have been collecting data about the sponge holder. And you said, I have a solution. (laughs) My solution would be just buy another one. I'm not sure what the solution you have in mind is. And I look forward to um, finding out in the coming weeks since we now have no sponge holder because, as you remarked, you threw it away. I don't think we need a sponge holder. I think having a place I, for a sponge. I won't go into the data. In the sink. I won't go into the data. Is a da- good thing. Okay, fair. But no, 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 no. It's not fair. I'll tell you why in a moment. <laughs> I'm not going to go into the data I've collected. I don't need to. I have collected data. The sponge holder was no longer functional. I made several tests over the last few weeks to determine its suitableness for continuing in service. <laughs> in our kitchen. <laughs> yep. And <laughs> this morning I have made the decision after analyzing all of the data I had been collecting about the sponge holder that, in fact, it had reached its end of life. Right. Now, do you want to know what the final piece of data were? It was. was. What is that? Sponge holder was filthy. It was. I think it was an IKEA sponge holder. It's no, a kind I bought it at Target. I bought it at TJ Maxx. It was like three dollars. Okay. It wasn't like a super right. expensive piece of equipment All for right. the kitchen. Well, it's the kind that has suction cups and it sticks to the side of the sink. I have problems with that, anyways. Number one, because it juts out into the sink and it takes up all the room in the sink. I can't put bowls near it so it like effectively reduces the operational size of the sink by a third that's unacceptable (laughs) okay totally unacceptable okay but i've been living with it for two years because you bought it and i didn't want to be overly critical of it Um, but mind you i've been silently critical of the sponge holder for two years or more now Okay. I look forward so, to the solution that you find so, for us and find a solution for all of the other stuff that you I'll reveal the solution. I'll thing. reveal the solution when I'm done explaining why. Okay. The last you, We'll get to we'll finish we'll finish. This is part of your list. It's okay. Cuz only I will also just like reiterate that the conversation was the part that brought me joy. <laughs> now this conversation not so joyful. It's joyful for me because I know, you get to, you're excited about presenting me with all of the data. Right. So you get to understand. I really think you need. I feel like it's important for you to understand why I had to throw the sponge holder away. But see, like this is where, like I just don't. Care. 
care. I literally just do not care. I just need a place to put my sponge. You'll have a place. Great. I look now, forward to that. Finish. Oh my god. <laughs> let me just finish. <laughs> so last evening I looked at the sponge holder. I said, you know what? It's filthy inside. It looks like moldy, fungusy. So I said, I'm going to put it in the dishwasher and run it through a cycle. This morning, I came down and saw the thing sitting on the drying rack, the sponge holder thing. I remember turning to you and saying, did you take this thing out of the dishwasher? Meaning, did you remove it before it went through the wash cycle? And I asked that question because when I looked inside of it, it was as though it hadn't even been through a wash cycle. It was still filthy. It still had mold in it and, you know, like sink fungus. So at that moment, I realized the sponge holder had passed a point of no return. And it had to be thrown away. And that brought you so much joy. It did bring me so much joy. Now, for the solution. Yes. Our sink is a farmer-style sink a big white ceramic type of thing and it has a metal grate in the bottom of it that is elevated off of the floor of the sink we're just going to rest the sponge (laughs) on the metal grate that's a terrible idea no it's a built-in sponge holder it's a perfect idea and we don't have to go through the expense of purchasing another sponge holder and then I don't have to be observing it over time and watching it and collecting data on uh, it. Don't you worry. I'll find a solution. Nope. I've presented the solution and that's what it's going to be. Great. All, All right. right. Let's move on, please. The oh, next you item get on, to say when we're done. Great. Okay. Next item on your list. Ugh. So many things wrong with that. Um, okay. Hold on. Would you like would you like an opportunity to steer the podcast in some other direction? No. Okay, let's move on then, please. <laughs> Next item on your um, list. As I mentioned, I was making the, the boy breakfast. Mm-hmm. And he remarked about how great it was when he was done oh, eating it. That's or nice. when he got it, he said, This looks great. This looks delicious, Mom. He says. That's some great feedback to receive. That brings me joy. It's awesome. Um, all right. Nourishing others is a great feeling. Yeah. Like cooking something that other people enjoy eating. Mm-hmm. It's a really good feeling. Yep. Um, so as you mentioned, um, I went to my art show. Um, that was That brought me joy, seeing a bunch of people coming. Uh, friends of mine and others mm-hmm. coming to support it. That was brought me joy. <clears throat> um, they had a klezmer band, which was super exciting. Um, if those listeners don't know what klezmer is, it's an Israeli type of music um, featuring uh, usually a clarinet, which is I a, played in high school. Is a klezmer an instrument? No, klezmer is a type of music. It's Go on. just the genre of music, okay. like reggae, or oh. it's just a specialized kind of music. Klezmer sounds like an instrument. You can look it up, but I'm pretty sure. Like, I want to play the klezmer. No, it's a style of music. Here, hold my klezmer. No. I have to open the spit valve on my klezmer. 
Uh, so there was an accordion, there was a violinist, there was a guitar, there was a clarinet, as I mentioned, and like, I don't think it was a, it was a, not, it was an upright, like, not a bass, I don't, it was a bass. Cello? It wasn't a cello, I think it was a bass. Um, and they sang Yiddish, and um, I, my uh, family very much likes, my father especially enjoys listening to this type of music. And I usually find it quite annoying, but it was it was very nice actually to hear it today. So it was a young group of musicians, and they did a great job. Um, and this is the funny part: so their name is Borikas, which in Yiddish means beats. <laughs> it's a play on words because yeah. they're beats. Interesting. Very cute. Did I tell you they stole the booth I was sitting at? That's okay. You weren't really sitting there. No, I kind of was. I was kind of holding it for myself and another But couple. we had a whole mess of other tables. Yeah, I'm just saying, though. They, The second I got up, just I literally got up to go walk across the room and get something, they swooped in and stole the booth. It's fine. I'm just... I'm, listen, they were fantastic musicians, and it was great they were there. Um, I also got... Uh, a philosophical. Oh. Yeah. What is that? Um, so it's a bunch of falafel, which. Um, is it cold? It doesn't sound like it would be good. That's what my brother said because they posted a picture and he said it would only make sense that it was a philosophical if it was cold. It wasn't cold. It wasn't hot. It was sort of room temperature, but it was like falafel balls on a skewer. It was cute. Okay. Anyways. Um, it was yummy. <laughs> Not only cute, it was also delicious. Um, so when I first got there to the art show, it was also their restaurant's second anniversary party. So they had brought in on the earlier side um, a kid's musician. So there was a whole mess of children, like really young kids there. Oh, I'm glad I missed that. Yeah. So this was the part that brought me joy. There was a lot of two-year-old shrieking <laughs> going on and screaming and mini that, meltdowns and it brought me so much joy that, that I'm you don't have two-year-olds anymore <laughs> yeah i experience that a lot actually now yeah uh, um and it's funny because when we were in that stage and we used to remark about how the people with older kids would glare at you and we always like didn't understand why. I don't feel like we glare. I don't, we don't glare. glare. No, we don't glare. But I think it's that idea. It's more of like, oh, I'm so glad I'm not in those shoes any longer. Um, yeah. But they're super cute when they're that age. Also, so. Up. Uh, yeah, they are super cute. They when are they're super that cute. Age. Um, I just realized I'm not talking enough. You're talking enough. That was like five minutes without me talking at all. Okay. Can we not? Okay. Go on. Thanks. Preach. Okay. <laughs> um, so at some point, our older children started to melt down and wanted to walk around the city. My Our eight-year-old <laughs> wanted to walk around the city by herself and her friend and um, all the adults at the table adamantly said no. Yeah. Um, so friends of ours with one with her friend uh, very kindly offered to take them all for a walk. Yes. And if you're listening, thank you, friends. Thank you so much. Um, uh, and then uh, <laughs> they 
they sent me a picture of the boys who had climbed up on something barefoot. <laughs> it was in the 40s. It wasn't that cold outside, but it was super cute. Um, but that brought me joy. The picture? Yeah, yeah, of them being barefoot. Plus, they also like these two boys in particular. It seems like every picture they take together, it's like an album cover. Okay. So it's super cute. And I think at some point we're going to have the two of them on this podcast. Oh, my God. They would be hysterical. Yeah. Yeah, no, we will. We will have Ted and his friend on here. Uh, yes, that would be awesome. Um, so uh, when we came back from the art show, um, Leela and I did a little bit of collaging. Um, and, uh, she was fangirling over my art a little bit, which brings me joy, but she's also sort of down on her art, but what does that mean? Fangirling? Uh, she was saying how amazing my art is, which is nice to hear. I mean, she's my daughter, but you know, it's always nice to hear positive feedback from your family members. Um, especially me, right? Yeah, you didn't really mention my art show very much. What do you mean? About it bringing you any kind of joy. It did bring me joy. I said I went there. You went there. And saw it and, and it brought me it. joy. <laughs> That's fine. Um, so Wait, uh, hold on, hold on. Were I, you expecting more of a reaction from me? No. I feel like I somehow disappointed you. You did not disappoint me. In my you are reaction a, to your art show. You are a very strong supporter of my endeavors interesting um let's see you guys uh i was down here alone finishing up something when all of a sudden upstairs in the kitchen uh i heard metric which is a band i like being played at the kitchen table and i was very surprised leela asked me to play it yeah what was the song black sheep because it's from scott pilgrim saves the world yeah she yeah. asked me to play that yeah um so, that so was, I played it. So that brought me joy. And you heard it. Yeah, yeah you came running up I there. I did. I was excited. <laughs> Mostly because I was like, you were playing it. So Why can't I know what metric is? Because I know you have no idea what metric is. But why can't I know? I didn't say you couldn't know. I just know what music you Am I not cool to. enough? No, I didn't say that. There's some reason you think I shouldn't know what metric is, or I don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. You had no know. idea what it was. I do know. <clears throat> um, I spent time with my keeds. They told me what it is. So the keeds, um, uh, we were, the weather forecast was for snow, and so... Oh, that's right. <laughs> they There's were, going to be a snowstorm tomorrow, the night we're recording this. Yeah. So um, my kids were obsessively hitting refresh on the browser, waiting for the announcement that our district would be closed. And that was kind of funny and it brought me joy. <laughs> they do have a snow day, by the way. Uh, I know. Well, no. If I probably won't be, but... If somehow I'm lucky enough to have my work closed tomorrow, I think on my list to do is record a podcast episode with them. Yeah, that'll be good. We'll do that tomorrow if we're snowed in. Um, yeah. 
Um, so this other thing happened today that brought me joy. What was it? That um, so there's this cookie place in Belchertown. Do they sell the cookie puss ice cream no, cake? Oh, that's Carvel. How about the Carvel? How about the Saint? Ice cream. How about the St. Patrick's Day version? Cookie Opus. Cookie Opus. No. They don't sell those. No. So um, she makes oatmeal crisps. Auntie Elsie's. Oh, I had three of them earlier today. They were delicious. Yes. So for um, Mardi Gras, like today's a day, like Sunday, or it's like Fat Tuesday or Super Monday. What today is Mardi is Gras? Sunday. How could it be Fat Tuesday? It's like part of Mardi Gras. Like, you know, today, I don't know if today, but like. Mardi Gras has a progression of like days. So let me let me guess. Does it go Sunday, no, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? <clears throat> Anyways, she did this last year around Mardi pro- Gras. It was where she made beignets. So today was the day for the beignets. What is a beignet? It's like a donut. It's like I don't fried know. dough. I don't listen. I'm. I mean, when it comes to pastries, I'm in incredibly uncultured like i literally don't know what a beignet is it's a new orleans specialty i think it might be french but it's a new orleans specialty and so it's like a thing you do when you go down to new orleans is you get beignets so anyway i appreciate i appreciate you describing to me some of the context around beignets but what is a powdered sugar it's fried dough with brown with powdered sugar on top interesting so so it's okay. Go on. So, anyways, um, for the last couple of weeks, though, um, some friends of mine and myself have been posting about Auntie Elsie's being open, and um, on certain forums in Belchertown, right, to kind of help promote her shop because um, she's got amazing treats. Um, she's only open on the weekend, sort of like a out of the way location. And so we've been posting and... Um, they are delicious treats. Right. Like she's got cinnamon rolls. Oh, those sco- are the right? fucking shit. Right. Cinnamon she's rolls. got chocolate tarts and lemon tarts and like you never know what she has. And so a friend of mine started posting about it and some other friends of mine also started posting. So I also was joining in on the bandwagon. Long story short, um, these specific friends texted me this morning at eight o'clock because she had stopped in to get the beignets on her way out of town this morning and there was a line out the door so one of the friends who you've been promoting on tlc's with texted you yes okay the line was out the door and the line was at the door at auntie Auntie elsie's and so uh elsie had a really good day today and um, wrote a thank you to Belchertown and um, about how, you know, like, it's great. Like, we should be support- supporting the small businesses in Absolutely. our town. So, um, yeah, I think um, it's pretty exciting that she got such great business today. And so she's going to do beignets one the first Sunday of every month. Okay. So if you haven't had the beignets and you'd like to try them. Drive out here to Belchertown. In April, the first Sunday in April, whatever date that is. Come to Auntie Elsie's. Yeah, and there's other stuff to do here, too. In Belchertown? Yeah. We're working on it. Is that it for your list? That's my list. All right. 
So the next list that we're going to talk about, I just want to say what it is. It's list the ways that you feel lucky. Wow, Stomping Jen is just breaking shit in the podcast studio. Dropping things, knocking the microphones around. Okay. All right, sorry. So list the ways that you feel lucky. That's going to be list 10. Do you feel lucky? Tell me. Do you really want me to answer that question? Isn't that from a movie? I don't know. Yeah. Do you feel lucky? Do you? Oh, that's Dirty Harry. Yeah. What? You're knocking the microphone all out of position. You should readjust it. Just make sure you're talking into the front of it. See, we're going to have another fight. Don't get that close to it. We're going to have another fight about the microphone. Here? That's fine. People don't want to hear us fight about the microphone. People do want to hear us fight about the microphone. So let me tell you what happened to me at the gym. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Okay, I'm going to put this down. So, all right, next week, tune in for a conversation about how stomping Jen and I feel lucky. And maybe um, maybe I will have gotten lucky. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Close to completing the list, and that will be on there. Maybe it'll be out in the snowstorm. No. Gross. <laughs> All right. Tell us the gym story now. No, I'm dying to hear it. Okay. The gym story. So, I was at the gym, not today, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so, all right, let me back up. Do you ever go on Reddit? No. Okay, so Reddit has this uh, page or this section called um, called Am I an Asshole? <laughs> right, where people go and they ask questions. Like, here's this thing that happened. Here's how I responded. Am I an asshole? So this is sort of a a soft serve, am I an asshole? So I was at the gym yesterday. And I'm on the treadmill, and there are literally 50 treadmills in this particular gym I go to. And I picked one. Oh, I know where this is going. I picked one that was like pretty isolated, so I right. wouldn't be near anybody, mm-hmm. right? Have, you know, three or four empty treadmills on either side of me. This happens to me all the time. Well, I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think this particular thing. Maybe it did, but. So get on there, I'm walking, and this person gets on the treadmill next to me. Yeah. And um, I have no way of knowing um, anything about this person, really, except what I'm observing in terms of their behavior. And I'm deliberately not mentioning gender or anything, because it's not important. So the person... Or what I would perceive the person's gender to be, because that would be an assumption, honestly. But so this person gets on the treadmill next to me, starts walking, I'm, and I'm actually listening to a podcast, a Joe Rogan podcast I mentioned earlier with Dr. Phil. It's like a pretty intense conversation, right? You have to focus, and it's very easy to get like distracted and lose track of the conversation. So I'm, I'm walking along, listening to Dr. Phil talk about, you know, 
whatever he's talking about. You just about. like adopted his little lilt. Yeah, I was going to imitate him, but I decided not to. <clears throat> I can't do impressions well. So so the so the woman turns to me. Wait, you just said you were oh, a gender, the person. Okay, so, so yeah, see, I slipped up. I was trying to be conscientious. It doesn't matter. All right, so I think this person was a woman. Anyways, so the woman turns to me and she goes, I forgot my headphones. Do you mind if I watch a movie on YouTube, I have to turn the volume up so I can hear it. <clears throat> I just turn to her and I go, yeah, I do kind of mind. I'm trying to listen to a converse, uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Then she looks at me and she goes, but I forgot my headphones. <laughs> Did you say, is that my problem? I said, I'm sorry, but I mind. I'm, there are plenty of other free treadmills. Then she starts muttering to herself, right? And she doesn't leave. There's like plenty of other places for her to go. So she's sitting there walking next to me as I'm walking, like muttering under her breath. Like... I'm like, what the fuck? Just move, leave. <laughs> walk walk over to Target, which was five minutes away, and get yourself a pair of headphones right. for five dollars. Mm-hmm. But she like chose to sit there next to me and mutter and sputter and insult me. So the question I'm gonna ask you is am I an asshole? Am I an asshole for being like, fuck no, you can't you know, listen to your fucking movie. Can we just back up? Why do people do that? Like, if you're clearly, like, away from people, why do they come and go on the treadmill next to you? Why does that happen? I can't answer that question. It's super fucking annoying. For me, picking a treadmill is like picking a urinal in a public restaurant. Yeah. I mean, restroom. Like, I, I try to make sure there are empty urinals on either side of me. Yeah. Because I'm pee shy. I have trouble peeing in public. So. I don't get it. So are you, you an asshole? You don't get being pee shy? Or no, you just get... I don't get why people go on the oh. exercise machine like right next to you when there's like clearly yeah. room I think to not be on top of each other. I think other. she was the fucking asshole. <laughs> That's what I think. All right. Should we add this as a little... um? Every week we can talk about know. the thing. Am I an asshole? I don't know. I don't want to steal it from Reddit though, but why? We can if we want to, but you didn't answer it. Am I an asshole? I don't think you're an asshole. Right? That was a reasonable response. Yeah. Be like, no. Okay. Because one somebody. So again, it's one of these. Um, so-called friends of mine on the small council who it was almost a unanimous decision that I wasn't an asshole. One of them claimed that I was trying to enforce gym policy. So therefore I'm an asshole. Why does that make you an asshole? I don't know, but I wasn't enforcing gym policy. I didn't cite the gym policy. Was there gym policy? I think there's gym policy. that About utilization of headphones? Yeah. Whatever. And like keeping your shit private. 
I'm always pretty bummed when I don't have my headphones. Yeah, me too. I want to quit. I want I get really mad and upset too. Yeah. So anyways, this this it was yeah, it was Dr. Dr. Weasley on the small council. Professor Weasley? Professor Weasley accused me of trying to enforce gym policy. Even if that is a standing policy, is my response to her that yes, I mind. I'm trying to listen to something. That's not enforcing. No, because otherwise she's not asking you. She doesn't really interested in your uh, answer. No, she's trying to be courteous, assuming that you're just going to be like, okay. Yeah, and you know what? I think she picked me because I'm not a big muscular person. (laughs) I don't look intimidating. You you look like a pushover. Yeah, I'm a pushover. I'm an easy mark, and I think she picked me. Oh, like this wimp is going to say, yeah, go ahead. But I advocated for myself. (laughs) All right. All right. That's all. That's it. I wanted to ask that question. That's your gym story. I think that's it. You think that's it? I think that's it for this episode. Are you calling it? We're almost at an hour. Great. Episode 20. In the books? Yep. How are you feeling about it? Fine. Okay. Anything else you want to say? There was no rage quitting, so that's a good thing. No. No, there wasn't. I didn't feel like I needed to. So that's a good sign. Great. Yeah, so if you go back and listen to episode 19, kind of in the first third of it, you'll hear this weird static space cat screaming. That's where I had to edit out the fight. I should have left the fight in, but I stopped recording. Yeah, you shut it down. I shut it down. I rage quit the podcast. I <laughs> rage quit my own podcast. <laughs> but we made it through this one. I think we're back on track. Great. I'll just I'll mention again this strawberry milkshake IPA from Abandoned Building. Abandoned Building Brewery was delicious. I enjoyed it. I highly recommend it to other people. So I think that's it. Great. I think I'm going to say my thing that I like to say at the end of these things. You mean bye now? No. Without further ado. (laughs) You love that. I love without further ado. I don't understand. Here's the irony. Every time I say without further ado. You add ado. There's usually more ado. There's further ado. There's always additional ado. So... I'll let you say bye now, and I'm gonna. We'll rehearse this. <laughs> I'm gonna. You're gonna say bye now, and then I'm gonna say bye now. Bye now. Okay. So. Um, Adios. So I say to you all, and for real, without further ado, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to us on the Stitcher app, on Spotify. On Apple iTunes, on the Podbean app. You can also get us in the Google Store. But please subscribe, download the episodes, and recommend them to a friend if you enjoy it. We appreciate it very much. So, without further ado, I say to you all, bye now. Sources, scourges of poverty, disease, and ignorance.
time. All people will come to live together in a peace guaranteed.